0: Well, Razorback fans, apparently Arkansas has at least one bad man on the defensive line, and it looks like they could have multiple bad men. So why is that a great thing for Arkansas? Let's talk about it on today's Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037 the Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Monday, and hopefully your weekend was awesome, as we are just less than two weeks now, officially, from Razorback football, having their very first game against Western Carolina here in Little Rock at War Memorial Stadium. So and it's an exciting time to be able to not only get day by day closer and closer, but of course, have plenty of things to talk about when it comes to the uh, Razorback football team and some of the things that we hear from coaches and whatnot. And I'll say this, you know, last Friday, when I had the clips that I played from Dan Enos's press conference, and just uh, basing it on the the way that people reacted and how people uh, were, were hyped up and excited about the press conference, kind of like what I was too, it really showed that. Uh, people are hungry, hungry for that football season to finally get going. And, I, I'm, you know, I'm all for that. And I'm all for the people start throwing in their predictions at me, too. But I will say, as much as I enjoyed that press conference, I watched and listened to Sam Pittman's press conference uh, over the weekend for their final scrimmage of fall camp, you know, quote-unquote fall camp. And, you know, I got a couple of things from it. Like we'll talk about the the main thing, but a couple of the side notes from it is one. I think Sam Pittman, like all of us, is just tired of talking. Uh, Not that he was irritated in the press conference by any means, but it was just kind of like, hey, we're uh, we're we're you know, there's nothing that's changed. Like we we're we figured some things out. We're still getting better. We're still improving. Things are moving along. You know, no major injuries. Uh, But I don't know what else to tell you like, just kind of like, we're, you know, there's nothing specific that stood out. There's nothing just specific that was, uh, really, really great or really, really bad. It's, it's just continuing to get better each and every day and kind of left it at that. Um, so that stood out to me. And I think that, uh, knowing that since we're not going to have a whole lot of scrimmages to watch the rest of the way, I think fans are also in the same point and in the same facet of, uh, okay, we'll, we we like to hear from some new things. Like, Again, when we got to hear from Danino, that was kind of a new thing. But with Sam Pittman, the head coach, and I think this is for all of college football, you get to the point where you're like, "All right, man. Like, we know. Like, it's the same thing uh, over and over again. Let's just get this going. Let's stop talking about it. Let's actually get some football getting played." And that will come in time. But uh, one thing though that did stand out, and it was a very like, in fact, Sam Pittman was actually kind of funny and comedic there in the press conference too, and and, ha- and had some fun with it, but. Uh, One thing that stood out, and actually Arkansas fans got to hear from him when it came to uh, him being in the press conference after Sam Pittman got done, is Trajan Jeffcoat. Now, we know about Trajan Jeffcoat being the transfer from Missouri. And uh, Sam Pittman alluded to him specifically and called him as he was standing in the back waiting on the press conference to end so he could get up there and talk with KJ Jefferson. He heard Sam Pittman say, That's a bad man back there. It's as simple as that. That's a bad man back there. Now, that's a great thing to hear, no matter what. And from the looks of things, and from hearing it from all fall camp and whatnot, uh, that's what you want to have on your team, and especially on your defensive line. But what can be a pretty positive thing overall for Arkansas is that it doesn't even look like Jeff Coates the only bad man that's there on the defensive line. Because we know how much Landon Jackson has been developing and getting better and you know they brought him to SEC Media Days for a reason. Like they already feel really confident about him. And I saw uh, Cole Kublick actually of the SEC network, who does a really great job and has had uh, you know, a background in SEC football and knows about defense especially. But he even put out a, a video Clip of, uh, I guess it was uh, Tank Booker, who was the uh, transfer from Maryland, and he was saying, "Man, if this guy uh, is as good as you know what is being advertised and what I'm hearing out of fall camp, he's going to be a problem for Arkansas." So you hear that, you're like, "Okay, all right." And then there's been other guys that have been thrown into the mix too, and and what they've looked like. You could throw in a. Um, you know, like a John Morgan, uh, who was a transfer in. You could throw in Torian Carter, who's healthy officially, and uh, he's poised to have a good season. But the point is that most of the time, when you think about Arkansas's defensive lines over the past ten to fifteen years, very seldom did it ever have more than one person getting mentioned or talked about locally or nationally by uh by different people and different players, different coaches. Very seldom have you ever seen that. It, it has usually been simply, well, you got that one guy, and that one guy is the one that gets hyped. But you got Jeff Code, who we know, as Sam Pittman's been talking up tremendously, and if you watch just the practices that some of the media has been able to take part in, they've noticed. And you've seen some of the things that are being said about him Especially by Deke Adams, the defensive line coach. Like, he, he's the real deal, Holyfield. Like, he's got it all going for him, and he's a, he's a bad man for a reason. He was an all SEC freshman for a reason. And honestly, it's amazing how sometimes those Missouri transfers, whether it's football, basketball, or baseball, always get so much better when they come to Arkansas. It's almost like there's something to that. But trash talk aside, Jeff Coat is looking the part for what. Arkansas has been looking for and having strong defensive linemen. And then you throw in Landon Jackson, who was a, a high four-star player coming out of high school. He went to LSU, transferred to Arkansas, and he has really put in the work to develop himself and to try to be uh, a much-improved defensive end. And from all intents and purposes, it looked like he has gotten to that point and has definitely gotten uh, the right praise and the right talk because of that fact. And again, throwing in other guys that we, that we mentioned, you're having multiple people being talked about in your defensive line. And when that starts to happen, you got to really start believing. You know, Trey Biddy, I heard him uh, on Hawksports.com, and we write about this, but also when he goes on The Buzz each and every day, he has mentioned it and, and is really hammered at home, and he's been covering Arkansas for a long time. You know, he says that this is the, the most talented and deepest defensive line that he's ever seen at Arkansas which I thought was funny because then I see comments of people saying, oh, well, I've heard that before. Well, I don't know if you have. The only time that I can remember anything being said like that is when Brett Bielma said it himself. He was like, this is the deepest line we've ever had since I've been here. It's like, but it didn't show. you know. But it's one thing when coaches say it, but when you got people who have been doing this for a long time saying it, sticking to it, and repeating it, you got to go along and start saying, you know what, there's probably some truth in that. So having some bad men on the defensive front is what, all great sec teams want to have you want to have bad men because when you have bad men it leads to great years and arkansas has been lacking that in the defensive front for a while you know they had a couple good defensive linemen solid defensive linemen you know i think ridgeway was definitely a, a, a really really great pickup and one that made a difference but the point is is that you have to be able to have multiple ones And Arkansas is looking like they have multiple guys that are ready to step up and not only be bad men, but to be great players. Can they execute that? Can they relay that? Can they translate that into the games and into the field? I think so. But not only do you have the talent, but when you have the depth to go along with it too, it looks like it's got all the pieces and all the makings for Arkansas to not only be a much improved team, but a team that can really cause some problems with that defensive front. You know, we're all excited about seeing the season get going, and we're all excited about different things about the season to get going. But this one might be the one that I'm going to be looking forward to the most. Is, is this defensive line as good as it's being advertised? I certainly hope so, because if it is, buckle up, folks. It could be a great year for Arkansas, maybe even better than what most people expect. Folks, these days, every new potential hire can feel like high-stakes wagering for your small business, and you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So just head over to LinkedIn Jobs, linkedin.com slash LockedOnCollege. Just try that out and you'll see how easy it is, how simple it is, how great it is to be able to have just the simple tools to be able to use like screen questions, making it easy to focus on the candidates with the right skill set so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire. So check it out today. It's the reason why. Small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. It's LinkedIn jobs helping you find those qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster and for free. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free, terms and conditions to apply. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. By the way, folks, I'm recording this really late, so if I'm coming off quiet, probably because I'm not trying to wake up anybody on any of my neighbors or anything. It's been a it's been a heck of a weekend and a long one and a lacking of sleep for me. I don't know, it's just one of those things, but it's fine. So if I'm sounding a little bit quieter, uh, you'll know why. That's the reason. Uh, but still, once the one thing that was not going quietly was uh the scrimmage that actually tra- again transpired on Saturday and you know there was no major injuries which is great to hear uh in fact uh, Sam Mbake or Bake, I keep saying, I want to say Mbake it's Sam Bake. uh he's really the the main injury uh, that happened so far in fall camp where he's going to be out for the season so hate that for him other guys have been dinged up everybody some guys have had to sit out but nothing too serious out there but what was something to be thrown out there I thought was pretty interesting is you know Sam Pittman was talking about the heat and how if you if you live in the state of Arkansas honestly if you live in most places here in the United States you know that the heat has been almost if not in most cases unbearable the past week two weeks of you know fall camp if you want to call it that like not only for them in fall camp but for all of us like uh today when on uh, this Sunday when I was walking outside it was awful like even my dog Rowdy did not want to stay outside and I mean, he's kind of a diva as it is, but still, like it was just that miserable where even dogs didn't want to get walked. So knowing that it's like, you think about football players being out there and I'm sure a lot of you played football. I played football when I was in like junior high and stuff. Remember those two a days and how hot it was and how miserable it was. That was low level, low key, and it wasn't near as hot. So imagine being these college football players who are trying to get better, trying to compete and the heat is really, really bearing down. So I'll bring that up because it was like about 95 degrees outside for the scrimmage, which lasted about 140 to 150 plays. So it was not open to the media, not open to the public, but it was hot, extremely hot. And because of that, uh, there was some tensions and tempers that started playing. In fact, Sam Pittman said, quote, we got hot today, you know. There was a little bit of tempers flaring out there back and forth. We got hot, but when you're hot, you've got to control those things. It was a great learning experience for us today. We've got a good, tough football team. And I like where we're at after two weeks. I really do a lot. I think we got a good culture. But he says that uh, things were really getting, uh, you know, chippy out there. And then uh, K.J. Jefferson was actually asked about it, too. And he even said uh, he's about having a positive outlook. He says, I love it, actually. He says, quote, I love it because it shows the tenacity that you have out there on the field. I mean, of course, we don't want to get penalized for it or make a bad mistake that will cost us a game. but just having that hunger, everybody's emotions high, everybody has that, that dog mentality, just bringing out the best of each other. So he's, he's also said, iron sharpening iron, which man, I, I, hate, that, I hate that phrase, but it, it gets used a lot. So, so we know uh, heated situations are going to happen. It's football. It's just not getting too carried away in those moments where it hurts the team and affects the team and also hurts yourself by if you do something puts you in the, out of the game or perhaps or something like that, but it's competing, being at a high level, it's football. So that, that was being thrown out there and being reported that there were some uh, tensions that were high and, and tempers being flared. And, you know, what does that mean? Is there, was there an all out brawl? I don't think so. Maybe some pushing and shoving. Maybe some coaches had to get involved. Maybe the people had to be separated, whatever. But it's, it is amazing to me that so many people, when they read about this, and this is not just like unique to Arkansas football, but like just college football or NFL training camps, when fights break out, it's just the, like uh, pearl clutching that some people have and just be like, this is awful. This is so bad. Things are going awful there. And it's, folks, it happens everywhere. It happens every level of football with the same team, even though you may love each other, even though you're, you know, on the same side and, you know, you're all trying to accomplish the same thing. It's competition. It's pushing yourself. It's, it's making the most out of it. And I think that because when those things happen, it's normal, and in fact, I, I'm kind of with KJ, and, and when he says, he's like, I love it. I kind of love it, too. I like that, because it shows you care more than anything. Now, you don't want to get it out of hand. I think everyone understands that, but I, I always look at things like that being a good thing, especially at this point in time in fall camp, when the heat's on and kind of getting it out of your system, kind of getting it back to the point where it needs to be football-wise, and with everybody competing, you know, you want to have. Some anger you want to have some angst you want to have some back and forth because I think that that's what prepares you and and gets you ready and, and you learn a lot from it and coming together after is kind of like the best thing ever because it's like you know we're all trying to do the same thing type deal so i I laughed when I saw that and I laughed at the reaction that people had and it was just like, man, chill out good gracious it's 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 part of football and it and it's fun and and it's not just football it's sports in general. Like, fights and things like that happen in basketball and in baseball. It just does. It's competition. It gets heated. It goes it goes crazy with it. So there's no reason to freak out about it. I think it's a good thing. Just don't do it too much and don't do it in the games and it'll be fine. But for practice, middle of fall camp, sign me up. I'm looking to get you know in there and I wouldn't do anything. But, you know, certainly think about it getting into with some people. I'm going to get into with some of my callers on my radio show, for crying out loud. We all, are, we all want to have that happen sometimes. Uh, but folks, I want to tell you, though, that this episode is brought to you by Markel. From Fayetteville to El Dorado and everywhere in between, Markel has been helping Arkansas small business community for over 30 years. Markel is global specialty insurer with a truly people-first approach. To them, insurance is more than just a piece of paper. It's a promise to help people get back on their feet. We spend a third of our lives working. So on the job, injuries can be expected. You work hard to build your business, so it's very important that you make sure that you and your employees have the right insurance coverage. Whether you're new to the business world or celebrating your 25th anniversary, whether you have one employee or 1,000 employees, Barkel aims to understand your workers' compensation insurance needs. So find a local independent agent to get a free workers' compensation insurance quote today at MarkelInsurance.com slash Locked On. That's M-A-R-K-E-L Insurance.com slash Locked On. Markel, insuring America's small business since 1930. Insurance carrier, coverage, dividends, and services availability may vary by state. Markel is a registered trademark of Markel Group, Incorporated. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, You know, this is kind of a a dual threat, I guess, uh, or at least a dual uh, uh, final segment, if you want to to call it that. Because we will get into some good and some bad. And I want to start with the bad uh, because I do want to end on a a lighter note and a more positive note. But we know that uh, Razorback fans and Razorback Nation, they've taken a lot of hits. Just in the past six months when it comes to losing people that um, were very special to the program and, and very iconic, you know, whether it was Chris Smith or uh, Ryan Mallett or Alex Collins or even Charles Ballantyne, uh, Dion Stutz, the recruit, uh, you know it just it, it, it's it's been sucky like I mean that's just really the only way to put it. Well, this was also some really sad news that happened over the weekend where uh, for those of you who may not know about uh, Keith Stokes. Uh, essentially, Keith Stokes is the is the man. He's the dude. He's the guy that is in, in charge of Tusk, the live mascot that Arkansas has had for, for so many years and is honestly, uh, I think, very undervalued and underrated how cool that is. You know, live mascots are always cool no matter what, um, but to, to have a, a, a boar like that or a Razorback, I know it's not an actual Razorback, but uh, you know, to give, to have that and have it at the games and, and hanging out and kids can feed it and stuff. Just a really cool thing. And I only met Keith Stokes a few times, and every single time I met him, he was one of the nicest guys, man. He, he loved Arkansas. He loved the Razorbacks. He loved Tusk and, and providing that to Arkansas and to the university. And, and, you know, the amount of work that they had to put in to not only raise these, uh, uh, these Razorbacks, these boulders, these pigs, but to also you know, load them up and, and travel and, and everything. It's just a lot of work, and he did it out of his love. And uh, this past weekend, he passed away. Uh, and, and Hunter Jurczyk even put out the statement says, says, uh, once again, which is sad, it has to start that. He says, the University of Arkansas community and Razorback fans everywhere are grieving the loss of a treasured member of the Razorback family. Uh, he says, Keith Stokes represented everything that is right about our state. Keith's loving dedication and selfless service to our live mascot program paved the way for countless fans throughout Arkansas and beyond to connect with their state and their beloved Razorbacks. Our loving thoughts and prayers go out to his wife, Julie, son Chip, and daughter Abby and the entire Stokes family. So just hated to see that, really hated to see that, and absolutely thoughts and prayers go out to them. Uh, But on a lighter note, Arkansas did get a commitment over the weekend for Razorback football, and I thought this was a pretty fascinating thing. Not for any reason in particular, other than just I, I, recruiting can sometimes make me just wonder what in the world's happening. Uh, but Wyatt Simmons, a player out of Searcy, Arkansas, who played for Harding Academy, he's a linebacker, he committed to Arkansas. He's 6'3", 215, and made his decision public on Saturday, and he's also the 18th commitment for the class of 2024. He's a three-star player, which, you know, when you see that, it, it's, it's like, okay, so what's the big deal? What's, what's, who cares about that? Well, here's where it gets interesting. He had offers, scholarship offers, to Auburn, Clemson, Florida State, Illinois, Miami, Mississippi State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Texas, and several others. See, when I see that and I hear that, I'm like, you know what? Maybe he's actually better than a three-star. Maybe, like, what, what, what gives? How do you have an offer to Clemson, Auburn, Oklahoma, Florida State, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas? How do you have an offer to all those places? And you're a three-star player. I don't know. I, again, it's not that it matters, because if a guy can play, I guy can play. Who cares what a star rating is, but You know, it's just one of those things I just find so strange. Like, how in the world does that work? Doesn't matter. But it's good for Arkansas, and then they got another big-time in-state kid to stay home. And according to 24-7 Sports Right Now, Arkansas has been moved up to 20th in the national team recruiting rankings. They jumped Stanford, but still 11th in the SEC race. That's just, that's the way it's always going to be, folks. And we'll end it on this here, because I just brought that up, and I want to make sure everyone's clear on this. I've said before, and I'll say it again: if Arkansas finishes top twenty in recruiting, love it. That's awesome. But then people, when you see that, they're like, "Oh, but eleventh in the SEC." Okay. Think of it this way, folks: if you are a top twenty of anything, like, and if if that is supposed to relate or correlate to you as a college football program and where you would rank as a team, that's really good. But being a top ten class is an, is elite. Like that's next level. Those are championship winning teams. More often than not, those are the ones that are getting it done year after year. But if you, if Arkansas say say they finish nineteenth, there is not that big of a difference between nineteenth and twelfth. There's really not. Like it, it's not the difference in everything. You want to be the highest ranked. Everybody does. But when it comes to correlating success on the field. Like, are you so? If Arkansas finishes 11th in the SEC, does that mean they're the 11th best team in the SEC? No. Like, there's teams that are going to finish in front of Arkansas that Arkansas is going to be better than this next season. Like, it happens. So don't worry about that nonsense. Just worry about the things that matter. That's important. Worry about the things that matter. Like uh, subscribing to the podcast, right? Subscribing, liking the podcast, all that fun stuff. Do that. Do that instead. But appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that we may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.